Hi friends, welcome to the Kansas City MomCast, a place to learn, connect, and grow in a relevant and intentional way. We're your hosts, Sarah and Megan. Join us as we interview experts in the field and hear from local moms just like you. This is a podcast for Kansas City moms by Kansas City moms. We know that your time is precious and we're grateful you've chosen to spend some of it with us. Thank you for being a part of the Kansas City Mom Collective community. Hi, friends. Welcome back. I am so excited for our interview today because it's something I honestly know nothing about, and that is medicinal cannabis. Lucky for you all, we have an awesome expert with us from Besame Wellness, Matt Cascio. Matt has been a registered nurse for 23 years. He has worked in various areas, including the OR, case management, critical care, and oncology. He is well-known through Missouri for his knowledge of cannabis and is an educational resource at Besame Wellness. Thanks so much for being here today, and let's meet Matt. Hi, Matt. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on your show. I'm really happy to be here. Absolutely. Um, Okay, Matt, can we start off with, can you just introduce yourself a little bit? I already kind of gave your bio, but maybe just a little bit more about you and tell us a little bit about who Besame Wellness is. Sure, sure. You know, for me, obviously, you know, I'm an RN. I've been an RN in the state of Missouri for 23 years. I left the hospital system back in 2018 to pursue just working in cannabis. Um, I wanted to do things I had passion for. I was really burn out on nursing and just really started doing full-time education at that time. Um, one of the things that's important for me is there's a lot of new patients that come into cannabis and cannabis can be very overwhelming. And if, mm-hmm. it can really, um, if you don't learn about it and you maybe go home and you haven't been educated and you, you know, use a dose that may be too bad, large for you, mm-hmm. um, it could be a bad experience and I don't want that to happen. So I work with patients and I help them develop little care plans to become successful in their cannabis journey. And one of the cool things about being able to work with Best Made Wellness, who's really, I mean, you have a, a, a great organization that has five stores here in Missouri that have an opportunity to reach out to so many patients that are new and coming into cannabis. And Besame Wellness is just a huge part of the cannabis culture here in Missouri. I mean, the customers, the patients, they love cannabis. Besame loves cannabis. It, yeah. It's a perfect meeting place for us all. And I love being a part of it. Besame Wellness is just, you know, it's a lifestyle in cannabis for sure. That's awesome. So this is a new topic for many of our listeners. So where do we even start with this? (laughs) Well, you know, one thing I I know about is educating people. I mean, as a nurse, all you do is educate people from the time they check in till the time they go home and you educate them how to take care of themselves at home. And education is about meeting people where they're at right now. Mm -hmm. And so 
um, cannabis education can be extremely overwhelming too. So it's always good to just start low and start learning some of the basics um, about terminologies. I mean, um, there's a lot of people that will, um, for instance, say the word marijuana. And mm-hmm. that was me up about- until about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you if you learn about the history of cannabis, that mm-hmm. I can dive in maybe in a question a little later. But yeah. you know, there was a lot of people of color that were really stigmatized during the um, reefer madness areas, and marijuana mm. is more um, thought of as a stigma for people of color. So we try to use the terminology cannabis, yeah, because it refers to uh, first of all, cannabis isn't just about getting high. There's Mm -hmm. two different plants in the cannabis family. You know, there's, if you had two fruit trees and one was sweet and one was sour, they'd still be fruit trees. Well, cannabis has two plants. There's one plant that's bred with high levels of THC to help people get high. But there's also another plant called the hemp plant that has CBD and very, very low levels of THC that won't make you feel high and all other minor cannabinoids that we're finding out through all this research that have so many medicinal benefits so to get into the cannabis game you don't have to start with a plant that's going to make you feel high sure sure yeah and so what are some what are some common reasons why people choose to use medicinal cannabis well that's a great question because you know sometimes i even ask people that have smoked have been smoking cannabis for a really long time Hey, do you use cannabis because you just like to get high or is it medicinal? Mm-hmm. After, yeah, legit question. Super deep question. It really makes people think. And a lot of people, you know, they'll think about it for a minute and then they'll say, I guess I kind of do use it medicinally. And I think a lot of people, like for me, when I was younger, yeah, I like to get high, but I found out about the medicinal benefits of not only THC, but CBD and all these other endocannabinoids that. Mm-hmm. I use on a daily basis. So it really comes down to the individual. And when I learn what someone's why is, that's how I can start helping them down their path. You know, what products are going to be the best for them? What methods of consumption? How can they dose properly to get started? And those are really important important things. But there's a lot of people that want to try cannabis. If you look at all the qualifying conditions, I mean, pain chronic pain that's the Mm -hmm. top one insomnia that's another one anxiety depression Mm -hmm. and when you dive into a lot of these qualifying conditions first off we're not treating the conditions we're treating the symptoms and a lot of these qualifying conditions have very similar symptoms um and then there's some people that have cancer that you know are looking for alternatives to chemotherapy or they're looking for relief from um, chemo induced nausea. So there's so many different reasons out there. And that's why for me as an RN connecting with somebody and really finding out how I can best help them is so important. Sure. Sure. Do you feel like, is there one particular health need that you see more often than others coming into Besame? Well, pain is probably the pain largest. Is like your number one. one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the pain is just a billion dollar a year industry. And, you know, we have all these people. I worked downtown at a level one trauma center for a real long time. And I mean, I saw people just being given opioids and opioids and opioids. And 
it's a horrible thing. And um, so, you know, pain is a really, really top qualifying condition. Yeah, no, that's, that's really interesting. So this is, as I said, this is a new topic for us to discuss here on the podcast. And we have listeners in Missouri and Kansas. So between those two states, what do we need to know based on where we live? Well, first off, in Kansas, um, unfortunately, they're getting ready for another vote coming up, and hopefully they're going to make some progress with trying to get um, additional on the ballot again. And um, it, it's just a shame that there's so many patients um, that are being denied access to cannabis that would really benefit from them in the state of Kansas. Sure. Um, fortunately for Kansas... In Missouri, we do have on the ballot in November um, an adult use initiative. And if that is brought in, people will be able to um, come over into Missouri. I don't know how it will work as far as crossing state lines. I hope sure. uh, they're not going to bring in a, a, big, a bigger police force to, <laughs> to, yeah. to watch people. But it could really benefit them. And for the people in Missouri, um, you know, there's a lot of people that have gotten their cards and there are people that have reasons why they don't want to get one. But if you're interested in getting one, you can come to any Bessemer Wellness and they will help you get a card for free. Okay. We, Yeah, free. And you only have to pay $27 to the state. It's just a state fee and it's a yearly fee that comes when you have to renew your card every year. So may will help you get your card. They'll help you sign up. They can help you get the appointment set up with the doctor. And the doctors, we use a, a company called Elevate Holistics and all these doctors, these doctors put their licenses on the line by helping people get their yeah. certifications. But they're great people and they're gonna, they'll make an appointment and you'll be able to talk to a doctor on your computer and on your phone and you'll get certified. And so it's a very simple, simple process. Awesome. Awesome. So changing, changing direction just a little bit, but a very important question, I think, is why do you think there has been such a stigma about medicinal cannabis usage in general? Well, I, I mean, in general, just about cannabis and medicinal cannabis, there's a stigma because we have so many stigmas around cannabis that involve so many different industries and so many different people. Mm -hmm. um, it goes back to the to the very beginning. I mean, you know, if you if you think back in the before the 30s, cannabis was used as a medication. The doctors mm -hmm. and pharmacists were naturalists. Yeah. And if you if you go online and just type in antique cannabis bottles, you'll see images come up of these old antique bottles that say cannabis extract. Oh, interesting. oh it's, it's amazing. And huh. they were using cannabis for everything. The farm animals, they ate cannabis, they ate hemp seeds, they ate the hemp plant. People were healthier. They weren't yeah. using antibiotics and all kinds of things on animals. And then all of a sudden you had these people that came in and started like Harry Anslinger. He was this gentleman was like part of the alcohol prohibition. And when it stopped, he was, he came up with the federal bureau of narcotics and he started a slandering of all kinds of different people, including um, jazz musicians, people of color. There's mm -hmm. actually on Netflix, you can watch, it's called Billy holiday versus the USA. Billie and Holiday, Billie holiday okay. was a, 
yeah, famous jazz singer that was ridiculed by this Harry Hanslinger. He planted drugs on her. She lost her cabaret card. Even in her hospital bed as she lay dying, he planted drugs on her. And William Randolph, there was a William Randolph Hearst, and he owned all these logging companies and all these newspapers. He didn't want people using hemp. He wanted people to use the paper that came from his logging companies. Yeah. He used his newspapers to start this huge smear campaign. And the two of them came up with reefer madness. And they were just making up all these stories about how terrible cannabis was and it would make you go crazy and kill your family with an axe and all this stuff. And it went on for you. Oh, yeah. What? That's insane. But inside of all that, there was also people like the DuPonts. They had come up with a fiber that was made out of a chemical. They didn't want people to use hemp fiber anymore. So there's all, and they came up with the marijuana tax, and then it became illegal to grow cannabis. Mm-hmm. So, and this stigma started, and it's just carried on and on and on. And, you know, it's like, here I am. I, I've been a nurse a long time. They didn't, I don't remember in nursing school the day they had, cannabis day and they taught us about the endocannabinoid system and how cannabis worked in our body and you know things like that they don't do that that's not something they teach in medical schools so there's a whole lot of stigmas between doctors there's stigmas about people that have you know take money from big pharma i couldn't you know just least Mm -hmm. i'm not calling anybody out but that goes on and there there's treatment facilities in Kansas to get a lot of support from big pharma organizations. And I've been there as an RN in Topeka when we were speaking about trying to get cannabis on the ballot and watch doctors stand up there and tell the committee that bringing cannabis into Kansas would be the most detrimental thing that's ever been done. Hmm. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stigmas that still need to be broken. I mean, your insurance company will give you a bunch of for a dollar, you can get Percocet and Lyrica and Gabapentin and all kinds of stuff like that. But if you wanted to buy cannabis, it's full price. There's no discounts. Your insurance doesn't cover things like that yet. Yeah. So stigmas have to be broken all over for sure. Yeah. that's Gosh, that's also fascinating. I will be um, deep diving all of that later. So <laughs> thank you for more right. more content for me to research. It's just so interesting. Um and I would, and I'm assuming too, most of our listeners, you know, we don't know anything about that. Um, well, so sure. I do think I mean, it's important to learn and research. The government has a patent on THC and CBD as neuroprotectants. And they've had this patent for quite some time. There's a picture of Willie Nelson <laughs> holding this, <laughs> this joint thing with the number of the patent number written on there. But the government knows. They know about the benefits of THC. I mean, if you go to the National Pub, it, it's Pub, it's the National um, Institute, the Medical Library, and just type in cannabis. There's 27,000 research studies on cannabis from all over the world, Israel, South America, the UK. But here in America, we have limited research done because Cannabis is scheduled as a class one drug up there with cocaine and heroin, and they say it has no medicinal benefits, but they have a patent on it saying it does have medicinal benefits. So once again, stigma, stigma, stigma. Yeah. Gosh, that's fascinating. All right. So what is important for us to know about the safety of the products sold? Like why should we, why, why purchase through Bessemer Wellness? Well, first off, 
all all the people that work at Best Made in the stores are going to help you find exactly what you need. But most importantly, anything that comes into a dispensary, it has to go through rigorous compliance testing to make sure it's safe to be sold. So anything that's in our dispensaries, you know, is going to be safe for you to consume. It's not going to be, I got this from some guy, I didn't know who it was. And there's just all this horrible stuff going on with people and this fentanyl out there in the world yeah. right now that you just don't know. And, and I mean, you know, if you want to gamble, you can gamble. But if you want safety and you want to, you know, feel confident that the product that you're using is safe for you, yeah. come to Best May Wellness, please. Yeah. So kind of along those lines of safety, most of our listeners have kids that live at home, lots of different ages. So what does safe storage look like? You know, that's such a great question. And it's not really just about teens and children because I've had, um, I had a patient's wife came in to a dispensary and he had Alzheimer's really, really bad and sundown syndrome. So mm looking at, at some product to get him. And obviously, you know, I know CBD works better for that condition, but there is some THC in these products. And so I, I even told her, I said, look, don't leave these laying around because it looks like a candy bar. Yeah. And if he sees it, he's not going to know. He's just going to eat the whole thing. So, yep. you know, I think that there's, there's lock boxes. You can go on Amazon and you can buy lock boxes. You can buy smell proof lock boxes. But I think that, in today's day and age, um, you just really got to treat, if you have little kids around and you're using cannabis, I think you should treat it. Cannabis is any product that you would try to keep away from your kids and keep it in a safe, locked environment that they can't get to. Yeah, definitely. Very important. Yeah. So we know that the effort to legalize cannabis for recreational use in Missouri is on the ballot in November 2022. What is important for our listeners to know about this? Well, and this is just my opinion. And yeah. so one of the things that I, I've been saying to people is first off, if you're going to go out and vote for this thing, go on the internet and read about this initiative and see what it's all about. Absolutely. You know, is it the most perfect initiative out there? No, mm -hmm. but we got to start somewhere and we need to grow. Now, in my opinion, I, this initiative goes in and changes the Constitution. In California and Colorado, they're still writing House bills on their cannabis programs. And those House bills can be modified and updated and changed. And I think it can be very detrimental to a cannabis program. Sure. Um, so is this, once again, is this the perfect initiative? Maybe not, but it, mm -hmm. it's a start in the right direction. And I think this is going to allow us to get our, our, our foothold and get started because if we don't in a year or two there's going to be somebody in jefferson city making all the decisions and writing house bills sure. so you know and most importantly you can't complain about stuff if you don't don't go out and vote so absolutely do your, do your diligence on this initiative and go out and do what you need to do to make it happen yeah that's that's great information. Thank you. Sure. So Matt, any other, any other information that you feel like is just important for our listeners to know? Any of your services? And then we'll also share, um, have you share where 
where our listeners can reach you. And we, as always, we share all that information in our show notes. But sure. yeah, anything else you want to add? Um, just, you know, once again, I, I have a passion for helping people, especially in the cannabis industry, new, new people. I really want them to have a great experience. And yeah. I offer free 15-minute consultations that people... Uh, if they email me at, at mcashio at Besame Wellness and um, just start a conversation, you know, if you have yeah. any questions about THC and I'll get back with you and I'll, I'll meet you at the dispensary. I'll walk in the dispensary and we can talk about products. So I love, doing, I love doing that and being able to do that. And Besame allows me to be able to do that and help people. And once again, our bud tenders, you know, I like being able to connect um, the patients with a bud tender. So when they go back, they can, you know, talk to that person and let them know how things went. And if it didn't go well, maybe find a different product that will maybe benefit them better and things like that. Can you tell us what a bud tender is? So a bud tender is basically, <laughs> yeah, to me as an RN, uh -huh. um, a bud tender is the frontline person that you're going to go in. They're going to be the person that helps you through your whole experience. They're going to talk to you about what products you might want. Do you like to smoke? Do you like to vape? Do you uh, like edibles? And they're going to go mm -hmm. through things and really help you make the right choice. And our bud tenders are really well educated. Fortunately, I get to have a hand in some of that. And some of them bring a lot of cool stuff with them. Cool. But, you know, being able, uh, a good bud tender is like a nurse, you know, to me. Mm -hmm. It's, they're the frontline person that's able to help that patient, connect with them, and be there for them when they come back again and again and again. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Bud tender. It's B-U-D, right? B -U -D. Yeah, B-U-D. Bud -E -N -D -E. tender. What? Bud tender. I love it. Okay. But sometimes they're yeah. patient, patient uh, you know, they, they have a lot of different names, but okay. really that's your bud tender. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I so appreciate you sharing, um, well, for a few things, sharing all your, sharing all this great information, I just think is new to so many of us. And I think this was such a great introduction, um, to medicinal cannabis. And thank you also too, for just being so willing and open to meet, meet people where they are in their education and actually physically meet them, um, you know, at Besame. And again, like I said, we'll share all that, all your information so our listeners can reach out to you and maybe even meet you in person. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, I, I'm a cannabis nerd, self-proclaimed, and I, <laughs> I love doing this. So it was my pleasure. I'm looking forward to the possibility of maybe uh, being able to uh, do some more things with you and, and yeah. help out some of your listeners as well again. Awesome. Matt, thank you so much for your time. You're awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Thank you again for spending part of your day with us. We would love for you to share this podcast with other Kansas City moms, as well as rate and review, as this helps others find us. We would also love to hear from you, whether it's to share what you loved about today's episode, an idea for a future topic, or just to tell us how you're doing. We are here for you. You can email us anytime at kcncpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time on another episode of Kansas City Momcast.